0: Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell, Seed of Faith Clinic podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, today we want to talk on the subject of faith for winning, the warfare of our minds. That's faith for winning the warfare of our mind. And we want to use for a text, a foundation of scripture out of 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 3rd verse through the 6th verse. And it reads, and we're reading out of the American Standard Version, beginning at verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but mighty before God to the casting down of strongholds. Verse 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience shall be made full. Hallelujah. And our obedience is made full through the word of God. But I want us to understand before we really get into the message is the fact that our minds is the control center of our lives. And a lot of times we're looking at our flesh, we're looking at the acts of the flesh, when we should be focusing on our mind and who has control of our mind. Because I want us to understand that the devil doesn't care anything about getting to your body because his main focus is, is to capture your way of thinking. His main focus is to capture your thought life. His main focus is to capture your mental. And he knows that if he can capture your mental, then he can destroy your body. He knows that if he can capture your mental, he can destroy the things around us. So we have to guard our mind. We have to keep our mind intact with the word of God. Amen. Because it's the word of God that breaks the strongholds. It's the word of God that keeps our mental intact. But the devil, you know, God is our refuge. And he is our fortress. But an unrenewed mind that's not focused on the word of God then the enemy will become your refuge the enemy will become a stronghold in your life and that's what we need to do we need to break those strongholds hallelujah we need to break those strongholds in our lives with the word of god you know in psalm 91 it says that that that, that we make god our refuge and our fortress and in god do we trust amen but in order for us to get there and trusting God and making God our refuge and making God our fortress and and, and breaking the strongholds that the enemy try to place in our lives we need to renew our minds with the word of God because the devil is after your mind I say the devil is after your mind he's not after your body. Because he know if he capture your mind, if he capture the way that you think, or uh, capture the way that we think, then he knows that our bodies will follow. Because our bodies, hallelujah, in this natural world, doesn't have a mind. The mind is the controller. The body is the reactor. It reacts. The body reacts to what the control center is telling it to do. So the devil knows if he can get control of your mind and become the controller of your control center, which is your mind, then he know that your body would automatically follow. he know that in your body, in the flesh, that you will begin to do the things that the control center is commanding you to do and the decisions that you are making. But I want us to understand that the devil can't make a believer that's walking in the word of God. He can't make a believer do things that are outside of the will of God. We make decisions. And the decisions are developed from our thought life. So we have to guard our minds and we have to guard our thought life because the enemy will come in with thoughts. He's not going to come in with a a fork and and horns on his head and and showing himself to be evil. No, he's deceitful. He's going to come in looking pretty. He's going to come in and change himself to look like an angel of God. And he come in with his influences, with his thoughts. To try to sway you away from the word of God. And I want us to understand that if we don't develop our minds in the word of God, the devil will build a fortress around you. He'll build a wall around you. And once he builds that wall around your mind, then that wall will keep the word of God from coming in and renewing your mind. So therefore, we we have to tear that wall down because we don't want that wall that the devil is trying to build around our minds to keep the word of God out because if we allow that to happen, then uh, there's no way that the word of God can get in unless we make a decision to let him in because God is not going to force his way into our lives, amen? So I want to focus on the fact that our minds has to be renewed with the word of God. Amen. Because he talked about, But the word of God is our weapon. But he said, but mighty. Let's look at verse three again. Let's read it again. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. See, our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are not natural. We we don't fight with with guns and knives and, 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 and all kind of weapons that they use in this world to try to win battles. But where we as believers, we're trying to win the battle of our mind because that's where the battle is, is in our minds. And we have to destroy those strongholds and we have to cast down those imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Every high thing that it exalted itself against the word of God. Because the word of God, I want us to understand and know for a fact that the word of God is our weapon. You know, Jesus never fought any battle outside of his words. And he always guarded his mind, hallelujah, by allowing the word of God to be a fortress around his mind. Hallelujah. He built the word of God around his mind to guard his mind so that he can live the God kind of life. So that he can talk like God. So that he can act like God. So that that we can think like God. Hallelujah. Because if you think like God, you'll begin to talk like God. And when you talk like God, you begin to act like God. So we, we need to walk a lifestyle of the word of God. Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. See, we need to cast down those imaginations. Because thoughts develop imaginations. Amen. Not only does thoughts develop imagination, but but the enemy will try to come in as well through your eye gate. He'll try to come in through your ear gate to get to your mind because you can see something in the natural and it triggers your thought life. You can hear something in the natural and it triggers your thought life. And once you begin to think on those things, Once you begin to meditate on those negative thoughts that he's trying to put in our mind, then eventually you'll start talking those things out. You'll start acting those things out. You see, you know, and I want us to understand that we focus so much on the act that we're missing the root cause of the problem. See, the act is a result of the root cause. The root cause is is the thoughts that that the devil places in our mind or try to influence us, to try to get us to make decisions outside of the word of God. Amen. Because decisions is a result of how you think. I say decisions are made based on your thought life decisions are made based on the pattern of your mindset see that that's our problem today our problem is not uh the acts of what is taking place in the in the flesh uh, the acts of what is taking place in the natural but the problem is on the inside of an individual the problem is in their thought life the problem is their mindset hallelujah Is our mindset. The problem that develops from the influence because the enemy, the devil, only have the power to influence. He doesn't have the power to make you do anything. I'm going to say that again. I say he doesn't have the power to make you do anything. So, you know, we have this saying the devil made us do it. No, no, no. You decided to do it. You made a choice because God gave every individual the will to make a decision. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So He want to put strongholds on your mind. He want to put strongholds in your thought life so that he can influence you to act, to talk the way he do. He wants you to live his lifestyle. But God has created a lifestyle, hallelujah, that's good. That's good for us. Amen. The word of God is good for our minds. You know, we had this thing of mind, your mind, our minds is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah, and I agree with that. So I've been trying to encourage us today as believers, don't waste your mind with the thoughts of the devil. 't don't waste, don't waste your mind thinking on his level. God wants us to come to a higher level. He wants us to come to the kingdom kind of thinking. His kingdom, the kingdom of God type of thinking. Amen, think like God, act like God, talk like God, walk like him that our lifestyle be in line with the word of God. Amen. well praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Faith for winning the warfare of our mind. That's where the battle is, and we've heard that multiple times that the the battle with the enemy is not flesh and blood. We're not out in the field shooting rifles and shooting guns and carrying knives and swords and and and, and cutting at people and shooting at people. But we have to get our minds in line with the word of God. And and once we start thinking like God, we won't have to worry about the shooting in the natural. We won't have to worry about the fighting, the cutting in the natural. We won't have to worry about the hatred, uh, the racism, and so forth in the natural because we take the weapon of God and we tear down those strongholds. Amen. I say we tear down those strongholds. Every every stronghold begins in the mind. I say every stronghold begins in our mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I say every stronghold begins in the mind. Mental strongholds trigger our emotions, which then drive us to make willful decisions. See, it's the decisions that we make. Hallelujah. It's the decisions. We either make decisions to follow God or we make a decision to follow the devil, follow the devil. So 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 don't give him the victory. Hallelujah, in making decisions on those negative thoughts that he's planting in your mind to influence you. Amen. And I'm gonna say that again. Mental strongholds trigger our emotions, which then drive us to make willful decisions. Amen. What 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 type of strongholds do he try to put on us? He tried to put strongholds of things that happened in your past to keep you depressed, to keep you upset, to keep you in a state of feeling like you're not worthy. Amen. But that's not the way God wants us to live. That's not the way God wants us to think. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. But see, we need to renew our mind with that word to know that all things have become new once we accept Christ Jesus. Amen. So you got to free your mind of your past. I say we have to free our mind of our past in order to be victorious in our future. I'ma say that again. I say we have to free our mind of the past. So that we can live a victorious life in the future. Because there's no way that you you can be uh, bound up in a stronghold of your past and expect your future to be bright. No, because you're so focused on your past, you can't live out your future. Because you're stuck. I say you be stuck and that's where the enemy want us to be. He want us to be stuck in the past. So that we can't focus on the future. Amen. You can't go forward holding on to the to, to the past. Amen. I say amen. It's like tying a rope around your waist and, 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 and it's holding you back because it's tied to a stronghold. And you regularly trying to pull away. And you can't go anywhere because that rope around your waist, that stronghold around your mind won't allow you to go forward or won't allow us to go forward. So we have to untie those strongholds. We have to break those strongholds, the strongholds of our mental, the strongholds of our mind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And one other thing we can't allow those influences and those thoughts that the devil try to put in our mind to be repetitious. Because repetition of negative thoughts, it begins to bind us up. And we begin to have unhealthy behavior. Amen. Amen. So we can't get in a state of repetition in our thought life in the the negative. We have to think like God so that we can have a God kind of behavior, so that we can live a God kind of life. Amen. Y'all still here? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Faith will win in the warfare of our minds. So God has given us instructions on what we need to do to break those strongholds. He's given us instructions on what we need to do to cast down those imaginations. Hallelujah. How do we do that? Well we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We we're, we're gonna get to see how to destroy those strongholds. We'll get to see how to cast down those imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the, the knowledge or the word of God amen hallelujah so we want to look at uh let's see praise god amen 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 hallelujah glory to god we want to look at four four points today and how we 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 win the warfare of our mind hallelujah hallelujah we know that number one we have to renew our mind glory to God with the word of God so how how do we begin to win the warfare of our mind well number one we need to dress our mind with the knowledge of God's word i say we need to dress You know, dress, dress, you know, like you dress your body, you put on your clothes and, you know, you know what I'm saying. You want to look pretty in the natural, you know, you, the women, they want to dress up in their pretty dresses and uh, makeup and so forth and look pretty so that they can impress. Men want to dress up in suit and tie and, you know, they dress themselves up to look good. So that they can go out and impress. Glory to God. But but what are we dressing? What are we dressing our spirits and our mind with? See, we dressing up on the outside. We looking all good on the outside, and on the inside, we just tore down like an old rusty house. But God wants us to dress our minds. He wants us to dress our spirit on the inside so that we can look good inside and outside. So that we can have a guard up to guard us against the influences, the negative thoughts that the enemy try to bring unto us. Amen. So we talk about number one point. Number one is dress our minds with the knowledge of God's word. Amen. Let's look at Colossians, the third chapter, in the 10th verse, reading out the Amplified Bible. In the 10th verse, say, and and have put on. I want to say that again. And have put on. See, we always expecting Jesus to do everything for us in the spirit realm. We always praying, Jesus, come down and do this. Jesus, do this. Why did you do that? When why did you let this happen? Now, he, he, he gave us authority in this earth today. He said, All authority I give unto you. But see, we as believers, we're not walking in the authority that has been granted unto us. Because we have this mindset that That we think Jesus is going to come down and do everything for us in the spirit realm. No, but he gave us the authority to function. He gave us the authority to operate. He gave us the authority to cast down strongholds. He gave us the authority to cast down every vain imagination. Hallelujah. He gave us his word. Glory to God, the knowledge of God's word, to be victorious in this earth today. So what are we doing? Are we walking in our authority as a believer? Or are we running scared, talking about what the devil is doing? And that's that's another problem. We exalt the devil too much. We shouldn't be exalting him at all. Because he don't have any real power. The only thing he got is to try to influence your mindset. Your mindset. What's your mindset today? I say what's your mindset today? How how do you think? Because you can't move forward if you have a negative mindset. I say you cannot move forward if you have a negative mindset. You can't move forward if you have a mindset of your past. You can't move forward if you have a mindset of what happened to you years ago that's keeping you from being successful in life. You can't have a happy marriage with your mindset being in the past. Amen. I say amen because the past is the past. You can't change what happened in the past if you're trying to stay in the past. The only way you can change your past is to get into the word of God and come over in the future. Come over into the now. Amen. Hallelujah. But you got to do that by faith. Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the word of God. Hallelujah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're looking in the natural too much in 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 and omitting the spirit realm. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got to get into this spirit realm of our minds and begin to take authority over the things of the devil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we got to dress ourselves. We got to dress our minds. We got to dress our spirit man up with the knowledge of God's word. He said, and have put on Colossians 3, chapter, the 10th first Amplified Bible, and have put on the new spiritual self who is being continually renewed in the knowledge of in true knowledge, in the image of him who created the new self. God has given us a new nature. Glory to God, and we can't we can't enjoy that new nature and be victorious in that new nature, trying to hold on to the old nature. Amen. Hallelujah. The old nature will keep you captured in your past. That old nature will keep you from going forward. Hallelujah. So let's let us see what we need to dress up in, How what we need to dress our spirit man up in, what we need to dress our minds up in. Let's look at Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse 10 through 17, and I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation. Well, let's begin at verse 10. He said a final word, be strong in the lord and in his mighty power verse 11 put on he's talking about put on again so uh, how do you get dressed in the natural in the natural you got to put your clothes on you got to put on something glory to god so god is telling us They put on our spirit, man. They put on our minds, glory to God, the the way we think. So our thinking can control our actions. Glory to God, hallelujah. He said, put on all God's armor. Well, I want to relate that word armor. I want to relate it to the word of God or another word to use. Knowledge. So I want to read it like this, if I'm permitted. Put on all of God's knowledge. Yeah. Put on all of God's knowledge. So that you or we will be able to stand firm against all the strategies. Listen at this now. Put on all of God's armor, all of his knowledge. That's what we need to dress ourselves up in. We need to dress ourselves in the knowledge of God, in the knowledge of his word. Back to verse 11. Put on all of God's armor so that you, we, will be able to stand firm against the strategists, the strategists. What are the strategies that he's talking about? He's talking about the thoughts, the ideas, and the suggestions of the devil. That's what he's talking about, the strategies. That's the only strategy that the devil have. Is to attack your thoughts. To bring ideas unto you and make suggestions unto you. Well, we go back to Genesis, the third chapter. We'll find that's what he did to Eve. He did Eve like that when he approached her in the garden, talking about uh, uh, you know eating eating of the the fruit of the trees. But I want us to understand that let's 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 let's, let's we we'll, we'll we'll go to that scripture in just a minute because i want us to see what what he did to eve and what he did tried to do to jesus amen over in luke the fourth chapter but but we'll come back to that but we're talking about dressing ourselves now we're talking about putting on Amen. Putting on. Putting on uh, 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 the word of God. Putting on the knowledge of God. Uh, uh, dressing our minds up and dressing our spirit man up with the word of God. Amen. He said put on all the all God's armor so that we will be able to stand firm against the strategies, the thoughts, the ideas, and the suggestions of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. But against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Against mighty powers in this dark world. And against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Amen. Let's, Let's go to verse 13 we'll read verse 13 through 18 continuing in Ephesians the sixth chapter in the new living translation verse 13 therefore put on every piece of God's armor we 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 related armor to knowledge so keep that in mind therefore put on every piece of God's armor so that we or you will be able to resist the enemy in the in the time of evil. When is the time of evil? The time of evil is when he's trying to shoot those fiery dots at your mind. The time of evil is when he's trying to influence you with his thoughts. The time of evil is when he's trying to capture your mind so that your mind can, be, can become set On the negative things that he's trying to get into your mind. Don't allow him to set your mind. On the things that he's bringing to you. But set your mind on the things of God. Hallelujah. Begin to think like God. Begin to think on these things. Those things that are pure. Those things that are lovely. Those things that are just. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We don't fight against flesh and flesh and blood enemies, but against, we're against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark, dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, verse 13, put on every piece of God's armor, so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God has given us instructions on how we can stand firm after the battle. After the enemy has tried to influence you. After the enemy has tried to come in and capture your way of thinking. After the enemy has come in and tried to capture your mind. After the enemy has come in and tried to set your mind. On the things that he wants you to do. Because I said that. Your mind is the control center. And your actions. In the natural. Is a result. Of what the control center told it to do. So let's not. Focus all of our attention on what we see in the natural that people are doing. But we need to focus our attention on getting people's mind renewed with the word of God so that the actions that we see on the outside can change from negative to positive. Y'all still with me? Hallelujah. Just stay with me a little bit longer. Glory to God. We're going to get through this. So therefore, i like to reiterate. So verse 13 again, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Therefore, uh, then after, then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, verse 14. Put on the belt of truth. He's using natural things to show us how we need to dress. Glory to God. But I'm going to come after I finish reading the scripture and show us what we need to dress our spirit up in. So he's saying, put on the belt, the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Verse 15, for shoes, put on the peace. That comes from the good news. So that you will be. Fully prepared. Verse 16. In addition. In addition. To all these. In addition to all these. Hold up the shield of faith. To stop the fiery dust. Of the devil. It's your faith in God's word. It's your confidence in the word of God. It's the truth of the word of God. That becomes your shield of faith. To stop all of those negative thoughts. To stop all of those negative influences. That will capture your mind. And rule your emotions. But God has told us what we need to put on in defense of what the enemy is trying to do. So he said, hold up the shield of, of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. In addition to all of the things that you already put on, you got to have that shield of faith. Because he says, faith that pleases him. God said without faith, it's impossible. In Hebrews 11, 6, it's impossible to please him without faith. So we got to put on and we got to hold up the shield of faith to stop those fiery thoughts, to stop those fiery arrows, to stop those fiery influences of the devil. Verse 17, put on salvation as your helmet. See, we put on the helmet and take the sword of the spirit. That's your weapon. The sword is your weapon. Which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times, on every occasion. So what we have to do? We not only have to dress up. We not only have to dress our minds. Hallelujah. We not only have to dress our spirit. With the word of God. But we got to begin to say something out of our mouth. We got to begin to pray. Amen. We got to begin to communicate with God. Through prayer. He said pray in the spirit at all times. And on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent. See, when, 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 when we're walking through this life, we got to stay alert because the enemy is persistent. And we have got to be even more persistent than he is. So God is telling us to stay alert and to be persistent in your prayers. For all believers everywhere. So we need to pray for one another. Instead of trying to tear one another down. With our words. Because negative words. Will impact an individual spirit. Negative words. Will crush an individual spirit. Negative words. Will crush your spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we need to. Pray for one another. We need to exhort one another. We need to uh, encourage one another. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need to edify one another. And we need to comfort one another. Instead of tearing one another down with the negative words and the negative influence that the devil has put in your mind to attack another individual. That's not a God kind of life. That's not the way God act. That's not the way Jesus act. Jesus was always loving. Even his enemies. The Bible said, love your enemies. And those that are despiteful that do you wrong. Glory to God. How are we gonna act? I said, how are we gonna act? Are we gonna act like God or are you gonna act like the devil? How you going to act? It's your choice. It's your decision. The devil can't make you do anything. You choose to do what you do. So how are you going to act? How are you going to choose to act? Amen. So I got a question. Now that we've seen how we're supposed to dress. So what, what do we actually dress up our minds and our spirit with? What should we as believers of God dress ourselves with in this spiritual warfare? Because that's what we're in. We're in a spiritual warfare. And the spiritual warfare is going on in the mind of a believer. And not just believers, but it's, it's going on in the minds of unbelievers, but they've already been taken captive. They're already being destroyed. But we as believers, we don't have to go that route of destruction. We don't have to go, hallelujah, the route of being in captivity. Hallelujah. Because that's what the devil want to do. He want to destroy you or he want to hold you in captivity. So what what should we as believers Of God's word. Dress ourselves with in this spiritual warfare. Number one. Is truth. Number two. Is righteousness. Number three. Is the peace. Of God. Number four. Is faith. Number five is salvation. And number six is the word of God. Truth, righteousness, peace, salvation, and the word of God. We're going to go on. We may not finish this today, but we're going to go a little bit further. So I kind of broke this down into categories. Of what we dressing up with, Amen. So, so I broke it down in three three different categories out of Ephesians the sixth chapter. Well, the first category I broke it down in the truth, righteousness, and peace. Well. I I broke it down and I put it under the subject of character. See, God wants us to dress up with his character. The character of truth, the character of righteousness and the character of peace. That's God's nature. See, God wants us to dress up. In truth. Righteousness and peace because he has given us a new nature. And that nature consists of truth, righteousness, and peace that he has given us. And I put it under the subject of character. That's what God wants. I say that's what he wants. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. God wants us to have character. But we have to access that by faith. Hallelujah. Into his grace. It's by grace. I say it's by, by the grace of God. Amen. So our character. Should be clothed in our spirit man. The character of God. Should be clothed in our spirit man. The truth. The righteousness. And the peace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I say praise God. Truth. Truth is sincerity in action. Character and utterance. Glory to God. Let me say that again. Truth is sincerity in action, in character, in utterance. God wants us to be like Him in our actions. He wants us to have a lifestyle of our character exemplifying him. And he want us to talk like him. He said, truth, sincerity in action, character in utterance. Let's look at Proverbs, the 12th chapter in, in the 19th verse in the NLT. Truthful words stand the test of time. But lies are soon exposed. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, the second one is righteousness. We're talking about the nature and the lifestyle that we should be living. Let's look at Romans, the 10th chapter, and the third verse out of the Amplified Bible. For not knowing about God's righteousness, which is based on faith. And seeking to establish their own righteousness based on works. They did not submit themselves to God's righteousness. Hallelujah. God's righteousness. Our works won't make us righteous. Our works won't put us in a place of right standing with God. But it's the grace of God. It's God that made us righteous through Christ Jesus. It's the works of Christ. It's the the substitution of Christ that made us righteous. So we can declare that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So God has declared that we can live a righteous life. We can live a righteous lifestyle in the word of God because he has made us righteous. But until we know who we are in Christ Jesus, we'll never be able to live that lifestyle. A lifestyle of righteousness. A character of righteousness. Because we have to know and realize who we are in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Let's look at 1 John, the third chapter, the 7 verse through 10. It said, Little children, believers, we're still reading, I believe, out of the Amplified. Little children, believers, dear ones, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who practices righteousness, the one who strives to live consistently, honorable life, To live a consistently honorable life in private. Glory to God, what you doing when ain't nobody looking at you? In private, as well as in public. And to conform to God's precepts is righteous. Just as he is is righteous. Verse 8. The one who practices sin, separating himself from God. And offending him by acts of disobedience, indifference, and or rebellion is of the devil. And takes his inner character and moral values from him, not God. For the devil has sinned and violated God's law from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil verse 9 no one who is born of god deliberately knowingly or habitually or habitually practices sin because god seed his principle of life the essence of his righteous character remains permanently in him who is born again who is reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and set apart for his purpose. And he who is born again cannot habitually live a life characterized by sin, because he is born of God and longs to please him. By this, the children of God, the children of the devil, are clearly identified, Anyone who does not practice righteousness, who does not seek God's will and thought, there it is, talking about your mind, who do not seek God's will and thought, action, and purpose. Thought, actions, and purpose. Thought, actions, and purpose. They are in order. Your thoughts, then your action, then the purpose of why you did it. Hallelujah. is not of God nor is the one who does not unselfishly love his believing brother. That's a good word y'all. Let's look at the third one right quick. Under that, that character. We're talking about truth, righteousness and peace. In Philippians 4-7 in the Amplified Bible. And the peace of God that path, and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends, transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts, over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. That peace of God. Well, we're going to stop right here and we'll pick up on the next episode which would be part 2. So, I praise God. Hallelujah for this word. And we we'll pick up what we left off at talking about uh truth, righteousness, and peace, which is the character of God. So, we breaking down, we breaking down Ephesians the 6th chapter to let us know how we should dress glory to God and I talk about one of the main points of how to dress is character and we brought out the 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 three things that we dress up in is truth righteousness and peace which is the character but when we pick up again we'll pick up on the next two which would be the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation which is our protection Glory to God. So we're breaking it down to character, protection. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're talking about character, protection. And the third one will be weapon. Glory to God. So we'll pick up the next time. So I pray that you've been blessed. And I pray that you be prosperous, healthy, and whole. And until the next time we meet again, amen. Amen. But I want to say that uh, you can also uh, get my book on Amazon, Hallelujah, Faith That Possesses, with the subtopic of Believers or Possessors. And I believe you'll be blessed from that book. But until we see you again, you be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole. In the name of Jesus, amen.